What is going on, everybody? We are here. We're talking about some big news in the world of golf. We have the Live Golf Tour has announced their players list or the Live Golf Series, whatever they they call it. But uh, this has been big news in the name of in the world of golf because um, it's over the last few years, you know, it's kind of been, you know, put around that, hey, we're going to have some sort of competitive series, whether it was the Premier Golf League. Now it's been this live. And uh, I think they needed, you know, some traction. I think that they got from bringing on somebody like Greg Norman, but we're going to go through all of that and uh, we'll go from there and kind of make sure we talk about everything that's going on. So, Let's let's start with this as we go through on the live. I'm I'm interested to hear everybody's thoughts on this as uh, you know you're going through all this. And uh, the big thing with the live is you know first off let's start off with what is the live golf tour? Okay, so let's start off with that. What is the live um, golf tour and what is the golf series? So what the live is 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 a rival series that's come up where it's been headed by Greg Norman, which, you know, let's let's be honest. I'm not sure that's who you want running things. He doesn't have a great relationship with the PGA tour. Um, you know, so he's somebody that has kind of, I honestly, I didn't even, I don't even think, I didn't know he was involved in the world of golf anymore. Um, I know he does like wine and he does do golf courses, but, um, I didn't know he really cared at all. And he, he tried to come back and do the U S open a couple years ago and he got canned after the first year because he was just so bad at doing the announcing. So I think that's, uh, that's something that, you know, again, I don't know why you'd bring him on, but anyway, they did. So, um, the, it's this rival series that's trying to go on and they, uh, you know, they have some things that they are promoting to players to make it, you know, make it sound really, really interesting for them going forward uh, as, hey, this is why you should join this tour. So I think to get to that, we got to talk about a couple of things leading up to this and, and what was going on. So first off, uh, we start with the tour, the PGA tour. Let, let's talk a little bit about how the PGA tour works and, and just tour golf in general. I think this is misunderstood by a lot of people. And this is where I think the live series was trying to draw some players by taking care of some of these things that players deal with every year on a year to year basis. So the, the way the tour works is you are essentially an independent contractor. So you're an independent contractor, meaning that you will show up, you play, and, and basically you do not get paid unless you perform and do what you need to do. So like, for example, in the mini tours, right, like in Arizona and Florida and you know all around the country and really the world, players basically, the way I think of it is they're like poker players. So if you've ever played like a poker game at your house um, or a tournament at your house with some buddies, you know, you all show up, you might, you know, you pay 50 bucks, everybody, you throw it in and, you know, you play and a certain number of people are going to win money. So that's how golf works. The You know, you pay entry fees at these lower levels uh, and then you have to win or make the cut to get money back. And, and at a lot of cases, you don't get your money back on um, all of these. Uh, but, you know, you really got to win 
in those lower levels to even start making any type of money where it's like, all right, maybe I could live off of this. Your goal is to move up and get to higher levels of tours. That's really what you're trying to do. So you move up. The PGA tour is a little different in the sense that uh, they don't really have entry fees for the events, but the players are still on their own for everything. So on the four play podcast, Kevin Kisner had mentioned it cost him about 10 grand a week. He said, that's pretty average for playing a tour event. You know, you have to fly there. You have to rent a uh, hotel or an Airbnb, uh, which is what a lot of these guys do for an entire week. You have to, get your caddy fees, you pay that, you have to pay for your, you have to pay for your physio, you have to pay for, uh, you know, if you have a nutritionist, stuff like that. Some of these things that these guys do to play at this extremely high level, you know, is, is expensive. So it costs about 10 grand a week. And if they do not make the cut, they do not get any money. The PGA Tour does not give them anything. They have to go out and earn that money that they get. Now, what most of the guys do is they get sponsors. So you see all the sponsors they have all over their shirts. The goal of those sponsors is to cover the expenses that they are going to face each and every week. Okay, that is really the goal. Now, obviously, certain ones make a lot, lot, lot more. But if we're talking about like the middle to low level guys, you're trying to cover those expenses. But if you're a lower level player and you you never barely been on TV or anything like that, you know, that could be even a challenge where you're going to have a hard time getting those expenses covered. So that that's how the tour works. The tour, there is little things that the tour does where, you know, they can get a retirement plan, pay into a retirement plan. If you've been on tour for like five years, something like that, you know, it does work. But uh, with that, but it's basically, you know, everything else, the tour makes all the money on everything else. So when there's sponsorships, there's TV deals, there are, you know, they sell those uh, sponsors of the corporate tents, right? Those all go to the tour, Okay, And the other big thing nowadays that's come up is any digital assets go to the tour. So any shot that's hit during a tournament from Thursday to Sunday, the tour owns that. Okay, they they take ownership. Players are not allowed to. They're not allowed to post that. They can reshare it from the tours account. But that means the tour is going to make any of the the digital, you know, growth from that or digital monetization from that they make. And so the tour makes a heck of a lot of money uh, compared to what the players, what goes to the players. It's not that much uh, compared to what the tour makes. There's a, there's a reason TPC Sawgrass, they own all these TPC courses. They build these TPC courses. They own all those Um, Sawgrass. That clubhouse is absolutely massive. You know, there's, there's weird things that go with that. And so that's always been kind of the big contention with players is like, hey, we, you know, are we providing you, are we providing you what makes you grow or are the, is the tour doing things that are growing the tour? And, and it's probably a little bit of both, but, you know, the way I, I think about it, that that's where we get to Phil, right? Phil Mickelson came involved with all of this, right? And this is where the Live Series, I think, really gained traction was – 
we started seeing how the tour works. This live series was coming along and saying, all right, hey, you will get a guaranteed paycheck just for playing. No matter what, you're going to make a lot of money just playing in the tournaments. So they were really trying to throw a lot of money. Now, the issue is this tour is backed by the Saudi government, the Saudi regime, which we know they are not good people. They are terrible people. They uh, commit quite a few human rights issues. Uh, it's it's kind of ironic that they are not very friendly to women over there. And they announced this the week of the women's U.S. Women's Open. That's probably in poor taste, if you ask me. Not a good way to get on people's front, good side. And they also announced it during Memorial Week, too. But they uh, th- there's a lot of issues. And, and the thought is that they are going to be they're trying to throw money at the problem, trying to do good through sport to kind of mask what they do in other areas of life. And so that's that's been the big issue. And, and what really brought it to a head was one of the biggest faces that was connected to this was Phil Mickelson. And Phil Mickelson was talked about a lot with it. And he had talked with a reporter. Uh, I guess he knew it was going to be in a book uh, from what the reporter said. But I kind of I tend to hate these like unauthorized books. They had one about Tiger and stuff. I, I just don't like it. They just seem like, you know, ways to collect money and be dirty journalists and stuff like that. But anyway, Phil said, you know, hey, this is an opportunity. You know, he's like, yeah, they're really bad over there. They're really mean. He's like, this also is an opportunity maybe where we could change the tour. I think what he's thinking is we could put pressure on the tour to uh, make them make some changes. So kind of talking about what we had said before, you know, hey, is there a way for players to get guaranteed money for playing in events? Is there a way? I think Phil's biggest thing was he, he's gotten bigger in social media. Can, you know, I'm hitting all these shots. You're showing all these shots on your, your channels and you're making money off of my shots. Um, can you... Why can't I do that? Why do you not let me do that? I think that's the big one because that's a lot of money right there nowadays in that digital assets world. So I think Phil was looking at it that way. But the issue is Phil admitted, you know, that he knows that these people are terrible and that, you know, hey, to change the tour for him to make more money, he can overlook violations that are pretty heinous, you know, where we are killing people and chopping people's heads off. That's what he quoted. And he was saying, he's like, I know they do that. And that's a big, that's the big issue. Right. And so that's where this comes from. And that's where this stands. And now they've released their first player list. And this is why they were saying, Hey, there was issues with who's going to be playing. I think one other thing to mention too, that, that got Phil kind of interested or looking at this was you have, um, You have a weird thing that the tour does, even though these guys are independent contractors, when you're a member of the PGA tour, which basically, you know, means, hey, you are allowed to play in their events. You you have to get these releases to play elsewhere. So players do it all the time. They go play in Europe, which I ever actually knew they had to get these releases till a few years ago because Tiger used to do this all the time back in the day and other players did, too. But. You have to get these releases. The other thing that happened was, you know, when we got into COVID, you would have all these, the matches, right? The Tiger versus Phil, then you had Tiger, Peyton, Tom Brady, Phil. 
the players had to get releases to play in those. And I thought that was interesting because the players were setting this all up. Phil is actually has a big hand in setting all of these up, even though like we have a match with all the football players. Phil is involved in that. And he it's kind of his a business thing that he's doing. And that's where Phil started to get real mad because they were they were doing all the work. They're doing all this. And the tour came to him and said, hey, we're not going to allow you to do this unless you pay a million dollars to us. We need a million dollars to give you the the ability to do this. They're not going to do anything, but you, we got to get a million dollars for this. That's to me is weird that I would be really upset about that. If, if that one doesn't make sense, I'm an independent contractor as a teacher of golf. That's like a course, you know, coming to me and saying, you know, like a rival course or, you know, even something else like a PGA, the PGA of America or something saying, Hey, you're going to go teach lessons. We need, you know, 1% or 2% all your lessons just so you could say you teach them under the PGA. Now that I would never abide by that, but I don't know. It's a weird thing. I'd be like, Hey, like, well, are you going to guarantee that I get income? Cause they don't, if I don't teach lessons, I don't get any income. That's, that's the nature of what I do. So it's a weird dynamic that goes on um, as we're going through this. So I think that's the big issue as we are looking through all of this. Um, and, and I think there, there to me, there's actually rightful beef with that If as a tour player. Now, is the answer you go to the Live Golf Series? I, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Um, I'll talk about that in a sec. But, um, you know, that's why there is this idea that there should be another tour that competes and can make things better for the players. Now, again, hard to feel bad when you see guys making million, two million dollars for wins. But. We're not really talking about those guys. We're talking about the uh, the guys at the bottom rung. You know, we we heard about Max Homa recently, right? His, his rookie year, he went and played 30 events. So if you're costing you, let's say he's he's living on a budget and it costs him $5,000 a week to play the tour. Let's just say he's, you know, flying Southwest and he's doing all these things, right? You know, cheaper hotels and all that. And it's cost him $5,000. OK, so he played 30 events that year. So that'd be one hundred fifty thousand dollars in expenses. He also have to pay your agent and stuff like that, by the way, um, for all this. And you pay taxes on earnings, which good news is he did not make very many, but he made eighteen thousand dollars in earnings that year. So, you know, if you do the math there, he's he's losing, you know, around one hundred thirty thousand dollars that year. That's what it costs him to play the tour. And the tour is not guaranteeing him. Now, I'm sure had some sponsors maybe to help help with that. That's why he's big on social media, trying to get a brand because he wants those sponsors. That's to help offset these costs. He knows what it's like, but I'm sure he lost money in that, you know, or he definitely broke even. He didn't have money coming in going through that. So that's uh, that's the challenge of what's going on. And so I think when you look at it, there, there's intrigue from players to do this. Now, the the big issue you know, that you hear from the players that are looking to do this, like Lee Westwood and some other players is, you know, this isn't the only event that's the Saudis run, right? They are in F1 racing. They're in women's golf. They run women's golf events. Uh, They run European tour events. They run other events. And we really haven't seen a whole lot of pushback or blowback to that. And then now all of a sudden there is, because now it's involving the PGA tour 
Um, and the, there's a chance it's going to detract from the PGA Tour. So I think the tour starts break, you know, bringing that up. I'm sure their media and PR team is throwing, hey, we got to get this out there, do this, do that. But I do think it's an interesting dynamic that goes on where, hey, up until the point where they get to the PGA Tour, nobody cared or didn't really care that much. But now they go through that. Now, they have released the player list. They have released that player list. They, we now know people are going to go. Interesting enough, the biggest thing is Phil Mickelson's not on the list. So he's taken a lot of heat. I don't know. That's probably what affected his decision not to be on the list, I would assume. Or maybe there's still five or six names that need to be added. I know there's a amateur player that is coming off. He's playing in the national championship, and then he's going to be joining it because he's graduating after. And so he uh, he's joining in, and I can't. You know, that would be very hard at his age. They're offering him like $250,000 plus like $6 million up front. Like, I mean, that's hard as a 21-year-old that you're getting into this golf, professional golf world. That's hard to ignore. But Phil is not on the list. The other big surprise is Dustin Johnson is the biggest name. He is the highest ranking player that is on the list. You have Kevin Na on the list is up there. You have Taylor Gooch, who is actually a little bit of a surprise because he's an up and coming player, finally kind of getting some traction on the tour. Uh, you have Louis Oosthuizen, who I, I don't think that is such a big surprise. He's not really dedicated to the tour. He, uh, you know, he plays wherever he's got to play. James Piot, who won the U.S. Am. He's in it. That's interesting because he's still an AM right now. Uh, I believe he won't be after this, but uh, I'm assuming he's taking the money. But uh, he is going to be doing it. That's uh, that's interesting. And then, uh, you know, you have some of these other players where it's kind of like, all right, that's not that big of a deal. Hudson Swafford, Charles Schwartzel, guys that have kind of had some glory moments, but haven't really been relevant. For a while, Sam Horsfield's another name, but he's over in Europe. Um, I mean, that was interesting to see him on there, but he's an up and coming player, too. And uh, going through this. So, you know, it, it's really a lot of players that I think, you know, they they are looking for the guaranteed money. I remember hearing about Jason Kokrak was interested in it because if there was a way he could make himself guaranteed money his goal is to retire he's not going to play the tour his goal isn't about the legacy and all that stuff of his game he's like he wants to retire grow up with his kids and and have a good life for his family so you know that's hard to argue with i'm not a, a parent so i don't know how that goes but it's you know it's that sounds reasonable except for the fact that again where who what you have to do to be able to secure that so that's who you have on the list. Dustin Johnson, again, is the big one because a couple months ago he said he was committed to the tour. But let's let's be honest. Do we really think that Dustin Johnson cares about his legacy and what the tour means and all of that stuff? I, I don't think so. I think, you know what, it, I, he just wants to get some money. And then he he if he doesn't play another tour event, I don't think he cares um, that much. He'll play some majors. Those are not run by the PGA Tour. None of the majors are it's the players is what they try to make a major. They always call it the fifth major. That is the PGA tours marketing. Now it's a great tournament, but they call it the P you know, the marketing that's the major of the PGA tour marketing firm. You know, they're like, Oh, we have to have a major. And so they try to use the players for that. But, uh, 
yeah, I don't know if there's a whole lot of care from Dustin Johnson as he goes through this. And so, you know, which is interesting because he's married to Paulina Gretzky and they're not short on money either. So, you know, to put his reputation at risk, I mean, for money that he probably doesn't need. uh, That's interesting to me. But, uh, you know, who's that to say? I don't know their financial situations as we go. But Peter Uline's another one. He's a... um, you know, a professional player. He played a lot. He's played a lot in Europe. Chase Kepka, the brother of Brooks Kepka, he's been grinding it out in Europe and stuff. So a lot of guys where you could see like, hey, guaranteed money, this is going to be good because I haven't been playing great as we go. So that's that's the list. I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the list and what you, what you think. But to me, the, this tour, will I'd be interested to see if it survives. Um and if, what happens to the names of the list? Because if this is the list, how do you are you going to grow the list if, if more people want to play? They have done good. I mean, where the tour is now having meetings and emergency meetings to discuss things with agents and all this stuff. So maybe they're getting the players are getting what they want, which is the change in the tour. You know, is there a different way they could have done this where you have don't have to get it involved with a really, really bad organization? I think you, you could. Phil and Tiger could, if this is really an issue, I think Phil could do this on his own. I really do. He could have done this and said, all right, hey, I can get some money back for this. And, um, you know, I'm sure he knows the right people to do that. And so that's interesting that he might, maybe he's going to do that. I don't know. Maybe that's what these matches are for that he does, you know, he's trying to kind of do stuff. You know, there's obviously all this talk about Phil and gambling and stuff too, and how he might need money. Um, I'm not sure about that. I I know he's a big gambler. He's probably lost a lot of money. Is it something that affects him personally where, you know, Hey, I'm not able to live and do all that. I don't know. I know Phil has made a lot of money off the golf course. And so, you know, again, that's a world I don't really know as far as that is like how much money you can lose. And like, you know, you tell me you lose, you know, a couple hundred dollars. I'm like, man, that's that sucks. You know, for him, maybe 40 million if out of, a you know, a couple hundred million, that's not, you know, as awful. It's awful for, you know, us as people that would love to have that money. But, you know, maybe for Phil, it's it's not as painful. Who knows? Right. But. I think that's, you know, this is a situation where the the tour is actually getting helped by Phil's comments. Phil is notorious for saying things that he shouldn't have said, like, or he says things untactfully, you know, you kind of get what he's coming at, where he's coming from. He did this with a tax comment earlier, you know, a few years ago, you kind of get where he's coming at, but you just say it. And it's like, man, you shouldn't say it like that. He's kind of done that in the past. And I do think he has a legitimate point as far as the tour. I mean, if we go back to 1995 or so and before you look at what the tour was and how much people made for winning events, you know, what has the tour done differently since then to make all these millions and millions of dollars for these players, you know, when these players win and for the, the tour itself? Or has it been the fact that Players like Phil, players like Tiger Woods have come along. You have more exciting players like Spieth, Fowler, you know, that people want to watch. These players are getting branded. Is it the fact that those players came along and made golf cool 
that has really helped the tour. I think that's the argument the players have is, hey, we are making the tour what it is. The tour is not making us what we are. So there's a little bit of a weird dynamic there, and it's probably a little bit of both on that end or a lot of both on that end. But, you know, I do know this. I don't watch the tour based on, oh, the PGA Tour is running an event or the Live Golf Series is running an event. I watch the tour based on who's playing. I do a little bit watch based on where the courses are, but, you know, this list right here of who's playing, I don't care to really watch any of these players. There's nobody on this list for the Live Series that I would watch um, and say, all right, hey, I have to see this person play. Dustin Johnson doesn't do it for me. I like players that have personality that you kind of feel like you get to know through their social medias, stuff like that. And that's it. And that's kind of my determining factor. Um, as far as, you know, watching something that's backed by the Saudi government. Again, there's ladies tournaments I've watched, you know, because I do like watching some of those events. You know, if you want to get into I, I think that's an interesting conversation, too, if you want to get into the morals of money and how people amass a lot of it, you know, if we want to start saying, hey, I'll only watch things are backed by people with moral money. Right. When people start having this much money, I think it's a slippery slope to start. You know, if you start diving deep enough, I'd, I'd be interested to see where that takes us going through a lot of things. So, I mean, I, I uh, you know, so I don't feel good about what the Saudis do. I tend to stay away from things they do. I obviously hate the, the way they run things. Um, I love the, way, the fact that I live in America and, and the way we do things typically and how we are very open typically and very freedom based and all that. Um, so it's hard for me to get on board with all that. But uh, I think there's a lot of things that you could look at with this tour and say, all right, yeah, let's let's talk about this and see if this actually is going to help. But yeah, I'm not really looking for, you know, Richard Bland or Matt Jones or anything and saying, all right, hey, I'm going to go play or Sergio. You know, I don't really care to watch those guys play unless, you know, unless they're playing with other people that I would watch. So that's that's really it. And yeah, I mean, so it's out there. It's out there. It's, you know. It's going to start up. The first event is in London. I don't even remember where it's at. I don't really care too much, to be honest. There is one here in Chicago. Um, I'm not, I don't know. It's at a course that's interesting. I think people will be interested to see it called Rich Harvest Farms. Very kind of exclusive club that has some really kind of interesting holes. So that one may be because it's close and I I haven't got a chance to play that course. That would be a draw. But again, it's just like it's more about who am I going to be watching? Because when I look at this list, it's uh, it's, it's a very boring. Uh, it's a very boring tour, uh, if you ask me. So it's very boring. And then you have the part two of like, hey, this isn't going to be good. So anyway. That's uh, the Live Series. That's kind of what's going on. That's if you haven't heard of it or haven't had any idea of what's going on with it, that's what's been happening with it. And uh, that's what we're looking at. So we're interested to see how the tour changes. Things are moving on the tour. So that's what I'm hoping for. I, I hope I get to just keep watching the PGA Tour, you know, some Corn Ferry Tour. I do like that. And uh, I'm probably, you know, that's definitely where I'll be staying because the big players are going to stay there and uh, the ones that I watch anyway. So that's where we're at. But if you're we're confused on what's going on with it, hopefully this will help clear it up and uh, would love to hear your comments and your thoughts about it. If you comment down below and, uh, you know, 
what do you think? Do you like it? Do you like that? What it is? Are you going to watch it? Do you not watch it? You know, knowing that the Saudis are involved, all of that would be really interested to hear what your thoughts are as you go. So if you have questions for me, please leave them in the comments down below. Click that subscribe button for more stuff coming and uh, we'll see you in the next videos. All right. And we'll see you on future episodes.